Blended. Welcome to Marketing Bun, where I scour the web to find all the great marketing news and give you commentary, as always, because that's what you came here for. I mean, you can get news anywhere else. Anyways, let's get on with what's going on. All right. Storyful, which is kind of a company that's helped keep alive journalism or help journalism in the new digital age, is doing something else with video and helping uh, reporters get the best video or the best breaking news video out there as well. It's called Montage, and it's, it's basically crowdsourcing open source type program, which they have been in partnership with uh, the Carter Foundation, or the Carter Center, excuse me, and uh, with the Human Rights Focus Incubator Jigsaw, which is uh, part of Google. Uh, so it is basically a web app and it's a Chrome extension where you can manage all of the content of video through a map of the world, the world, the world. Uh, and so it is an interesting way of sourcing through all this content and making sure that it's actually good and it's actually credible as well because credibility is everything, especially nowadays when a lot of media doesn't really fact check or check or at least look at things maybe wikipedia anyways uh so it looks interesting and uh it could be a great way for news organizations to get the better story out of this as well uh i'm kind of looking forward to seeing what's going on and what's actually going to happen as we move along to the future of tech that's not actually not a segment, but I just really wanted to say it that way. It sounds very ominous. Anyways, Facebook uh, may actually be looking to get you to get paid for your posts. Yes, it is looking for either like a way of supporting nonprofits or a way of getting you to monetize your actual work. This has been going on for a little while through medium and blogs as well. So this is not really a ooh ah. Uh, uh, type of a moment. This is kind of just very common in the web, especially if you do a lot of writing, you try to find ways to actually make money off it. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do as well. It, it does happen. I mean, we do put a lot of work into this. So this is not really against anything. However, like I said before, they are trying this out. Now you can monetize uh, in a way of instant articles and Facebook's just trying to find a way to more to monetize most of its platform because that's all it really cares about now. It's not really a way of connecting friends. It's a way of connecting Facebook with more money. Uh, but from a marketing perspective, this could help, let's say, with a nonprofit saying, hey, can you share this and try to get some judge up some donations to this as well? I'm pretty sure if you have a good follower base, they will love to do this. Uh, so there, there are many different things that can go on with this. From our, from more in-depth marketing perspective, it just seems like a really great way for brands to kind of reach out and hopefully spread their reach. I'm more, and even though companies can actually do this down the road, I'm looking more at uh, nonprofits trying to find ways of getting more donations. Uh, and this could be a really great roadmap for them to actually take 
All right. Well, for my podcasters out there, it looks like Google is going to allow people to search podcasts, but also play them while they're searching. Yes. With a new update for searching the web, you can now search, find a podcast, listen to podcasts, continue searching while the podcast is playing. So even if you leave it, you'll still be able to play it, rewind it, all that other fun stuff. Now, I like where this is going with this, and Google has doubled down on the podcasting industry a lot more than in the past. Uh, it is still trying to play catch up with iTunes, but I do like where they're going with this. I find their review process was a lot easier than iTunes. iTunes is always a mixed bag of did some what, what, huh? like their errors would be like, this is wrong, but then I would check the reason why this is wrong and they would never really give me a really good reason and so i'm like do you just like not like my podcast is there but i am on i am on it though because you have to be on itunes that's just that's just dumb to throw it away but i do like where this is going now it's only for a few podcasts right now but eventually it will branch out to everybody as usual the other interesting note is that when you basically black screen your phone or just push the back button with the power button, it will still play. So you can get to doing whatever you want. Search whatever you want while you listen to podcasts. Ah, uh, the future is with podcasts. Not radio anymore because radio is probably going to be turning into actual podcasts because that's the way it's going. Radio is not really dead, but it is going that way a more specialized podcast because that's... That's the nature of tech, the beast, in life. And I just said life. All right, for marketers out there, uh, Google News has been getting more into their AMP or accelerated mobile pages. This is Google's version of instant articles. Uh, so in Google News, you'll find more of that. It'll be a lot faster, a lot speedier, and a lot more zippier. Because I just really wanted to say all those fast words. Um, what why this is important is because uh, for searching in general, this is super important because you have to make sure that your website is available to be ready to go for APM. This is also for instant articles. This is this is just the new way the web's going to be. If you aren't ready for that, you're going to have a lot of problems down the road. Uh, especially for news organizations, you have to jump on the bandwagon because the bandwagon's already left the the station it's gone it's gone and you're just catching up like i've had to do for a little while but like i said before this is very important because this is where the web is going it's going to be a little bit more siloed into whatever really powerhouse juggernaut tech company is popular and people are using the most so that would be more like facebook google apple uh, Snapchat could be one eventually, Microsoft in some ways, but not too much because they're still trying to figure out their new uh, path to a brighter future. Uh, but they are getting there. I will admit that they're actually getting there. But all these places are creating their own standards, which in a way is good, in a way is bad because it's kind of ruining the openness of the web a little bit. Luckily, all these standards is just... Still siloed, luckily, but siloed enough where it's kind of like, I really, I really miss just the open web. But like I said, for marketers, yes, you should look into adapting your website to be APM certified, Insta article certified, Apple News 
certified if you do that type of things. But at least APM certified because it will rank better in uh, searches. And I'm pretty sure more themes on WordPress and other companies are going to follow suit and make sure that they're, all these new things are going to be APM uh, certified because that's what it's going to need to be. All right. Well, it looks like, you know, search has been evolving for quite a while. Uh, gone are the days that we just sit and we type it out. Now we can do that. We also can peck at it at our phones or swipey it at our phones, or we can use voice. And search is not anymore about uh, just a static, uh, static place for your home. It also has to be dynamic, has to have content updating, quite regularly. It also has to make sure that it's following the new mobile standards because that is the most important uh, part of SEO. And SEO will be always changing. That is the fact. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, there's just no other way of going around it. Uh, mobile has changed tech probably for the foreseeable future. Will VR, maybe AR or augmented reality Yes, most definitely that will change it in a way. VR, maybe not. I mean, you're still kind of enclosed into something, but it could change it in some interesting ways as well. Uh, so looking forward, uh, it, you're going to have to make sure that you can keep up with all the SEO practices that are going on and make sure that everything is pretty good or at least up to standards that you need to that you need to be at. And I know it's difficult. It's a headache sometimes. And it's like, what? This new rule? I just did this. I just, I just did this last week. Why? Is, uh. And sometimes marketers might feel that way. All the time it's like, yeah, I already got this done. What up? Uh, but that's actually how it is. And that's how it's going to be. Like I said, for the foreseeable future. All right. Now I'm going to get to kind of like my main, main crux of everything in a little while and the basically the horrors of content and how it can go quite a ride but i do want to actually take time to actually mention that pinterest did revamp its mobile app to be faster i did talk about this a little bit yesterday on digital copy but i still want to actually talk about it because it actually is important because they revamped it to make it faster loading now a lot of companies including wordpress in their 4.5 update did the same thing and a lot of companies are trying to speed up the loading process for pictures and everything else to make sure that uh, google is not going up you're not that good loaded down uh so looking forward and ahead uh, this is just going to be more and more important is to make sure that if you're an app developer, if you're someone that hosts a website, that everything is loading fast. And I mean by fast, probably in a couple seconds. Gone are the days. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking like a really old man, but I'm going to keep on talking about it. Gone are the days where we actually had to wait a little bit for a website to load. Where that annoying sound that's always in my intro of every podcast the modem, the dial-up modem, gone are that sound, gone are the I can't use the phone, and gone are the you're going to have to wait 10 minutes to download a 2 megabyte file. Uh, those are completely gone. Uh, now are the days of uh, wearable devices, bots, uh, smartphones still until something new, new comes along, and internet connectivity is going to be probably the most thing. So having your content being... Uh, consumed on your on a watch on your 
tablet, smartphone, desktop in some ways, uh, and even doing a lot of or even audio and video because those are those are going to be just as important as everything else that you're going to do. So it's looking at all that and making sure that it's up to date, and that's including Pinterest because Pinterest is a very great site for a lot of different industries, food, fitness, health is another good thing, um, and uh, DIY, or do it yourself, if you did not know what that actually meant. So I would encourage everybody that isn't on it to be on Pinterest and check it out and try it out as well, because it's going to be a very important place to do business, and you're gonna have to learn how to do it. It's just one of those things. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you don't like it, but it, just, it really is going to be one of those places. All right. Now I'm going to get to the main crux of uh, Marketing Blend, which is kind of talking about the controversy that actually happened today on 420. Uh, yes. Happy 420 if you do partake in that. If you don't, who cares? That's, uh, I'm, I'm in the latter of the who cares, but it's... The reason why I'm actually talking about this is because uh, Snapchat did make some new uh, filters for your face that was uh, Bob, Mar Bob Marley inspired and people weren't happy because the internet is all about outrage. If there's no outrage, the internet is boring. That's unfortunate how it is. Now for business perspective, this actually means it, is you have to be careful what you're going to do. You almost have to scrutinize yourself to the nth degree to make sure that the outrage is so minimal that it doesn't matter. Now, the problem is that Snapchat is so popular, especially with the younger crowd, the younger audiences of the 18 to 35, I would say is kind of the younger, even 18 to 25, I would say actually is a little bit more. They care about this stuff. They care about people's feelings and if they're going to be heard, safe spaces and all these other fun things that we hear on the news. They actually care about that. So if you're going to be a, a company that's in the business of the younger generation, you are going to have to deal with these minefields. And I mean minefields because you can step on it without really knowing you're stepping on it because you're whatever else that they can think of that you are for that day. So you really have to walk that really thin tightrope to make sure that you aren't offending somebody from somebody else that is somebody else. And you're wondering, why am I confused right now? Because you're supposed to be confused. Because it is confusing. Because everybody's outraged for some weird reason and marketers and companies have to deal with it. And it's usually about facing, saying you're sorry and just never doing it again. Never trying something a little bit weird or out of the ordinary because that could be considered offensive. Now, offensive is a very vague term nowadays, and it means almost anything. You could be offended because the sky was purple or anything like that. Uh, now, like I said, the problem is, is that Masquerade, which is owned by Facebook, kind of had this up for a while and nobody noticed. But since Snapchat is way bigger, it took notice. Now Masquerade took it off because, and I don't know if I actually said this, the problem was is that people were m making this as uh, this photo swapping or face swapping was almost like blackface, which if you don't know what blackface is, is a very derogatory way that in the early days of media, white radio voices used to portray black people 
Then when they moved to convert it over to TV, they put on black paint or black makeup to make them look black, but it just looked really awful. And uh, that became a derogatory term for uh, white people trying to be black in that, in that way. And so they're liking this to that episode even though it's not really the same because anybody could do it it's not just white people doing it but if but for some people's eyes white people are always racist and so like i said as a business anything that's going to be close to any type of racial conversation any type of racial product you have to be extra careful about how you talk about it, how you market it, and how you are going to deal with some of the backlash. Because it's going to be either awesome, great for a while, then backlash. Because society is changing just as fast as tech is changing, and you have to deal with the unfortunate side effects of wanting to not hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, probably hurting someone's feelings right now just talking about this because they're probably offended in some other weird way. Uh, but in general, I I don't know why people were were so upset about this. I, I'm I'm let me take that back. I do understand why people are upset about this. It seemed like it was very uh, unthoughtful of them to actually do this. However, Bob Marley is been notoriously a part of the 420, the weed type of community or the people who know about Barb Marley and we kind of put him together always. And so this was more of them going, hey, how can we celebrate 420? How about put Bob Marley face on people? Hey, that's a good idea. And then they went, nope, nope, that wasn't a good idea. That was actually a really terrible idea. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. And so... This was a misstep, and so they're probably going to have to say something saying, hey, look, we're sorry, we're human, we're stupid, we didn't really mean to offend anybody, but apparently we did. We're sorry for any offenses, and we have taken action to never do that again. And it's probably going to be one of those very uh, dry marketing PR speak that we're all probably accustomed to because they're going to have to say something about this. Uh, there's no way of getting of getting around this. They did something awful, terrible, whatever else that you think that they did. They probably did that or people thought that they did that because that is the problem with doing business nowadays is that you are, when I said this before and I'll say it again, you're walking into a minefield. You come out with any product that has a hint that it could be racist, homophobic, whatever, you are walking into a minefield. It does not matter because anytime you are close to race, anytime you're close to sexuality, you have to be extra careful. You have to make sure you're stepping very slowly and very carefully because if you don't, something's going to happen. Also, and I say this time and time again, make sure you your crisis communication is always up to date with this stuff because something's going to happen and you're going to have to have answers. And if you have a crisis plan in place, you won't have to worry about, oh, I can write that press release. I'm not really in the right mind to actually write this. You already have it written out, ready to go for any reporter, blogger, anything like that to have and to be ready to give it out to them. 
Now, with that said, I still say go and be risky. Now you're like, you just told us to be extra careful. Yes, I did. But the way businesses work in a way that a lot of small companies become big businesses is by risk-taking. So even though, yes, you should be very careful about how where you step, you should also take those calculated risks as well. And it, like I said, it's a difficult thing to manage. You, you cannot forget about, well, this could actually be offensive and blah, 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 because everything, you're not going to make everything, everybody happy. So yes, yeah, step carefully, but still risk. Uh, if, if you're going if you take it on the chin, take it on the chin and be like, hey, look, screwed up, make an apology, do your best never to do that type of wrong, that type of wrong again, but just still try to risk anyways. Because like I said, even though you should be careful, you should still try to find a way to risk and to make be ambitious about it. I mean, that's the way all the great, great people that we think are great have become great. I said great a lot in that sentence. But anyways, my point was, is that as businesses, yes, be careful, especially if you're a big business, be very careful. If you're a small, medium size, be still be careful. But I would say risk more because you can, because you aren't as big and you aren't won't make as much national attention as say like Coca-Cola or Snapchat. So like I said, be risky, but also be aware of the pitfalls of being risky as well. All right, now we're gonna move on to some, some programs slash apps you should try out for yourself or for your business. Now there is something called API.ai for Facebook Messenger. Yes, Facebook Messenger, and or Facebook I should say, announced that Facebook Messenger was going to enable bots. Bots have become a very popular thing in the last, I think, two to three years, maybe five, but I'd say more two to three years is kind of like when the when the awareness has gone has bubbled up. Uh, because it's all really it's more about the awareness of being of it bubbling up than it being made. It being made it could have been made ten years ago and no one was aware of it until recently. Well with this it can allow you to build something like that. Uh, it's they say it's three simple step. One design two step two is connect and step three is to launch. And so if you are a business looking into get getting into the the bot making, uh, this is the one for you. It's ready to try. Um, and you can, you know, get to setting it up. Woo. And then you can have your own bot. I mean, hey, it might not be a bad thing. People could be like, what's brewing today on digital coffee? And my bot would be like, this is this and this. It'd be awesome. Yes, I'm looking into it. I have to. I mean, all businesses have to look into all this new stuff because we have to keep above the water sometimes. I think a lot of small, medium-sized businesses, we have to keep above the water. Larger ones, they do, but they, they're more on their shoulders, above their shoulders. All right, I did talk about this yesterday, but I think it's actually a good thing to, sit, to actually talk about now because video is so important nowadays that ignoring it is a bad idea. Now, there is this web program video editor called Showbox, and Showbox, what it does is allow you to create uh, they say studio quality video uh, for Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, all the places that you can place video. Uh, and I did sign up for it, play around with it a little bit. It's not bad. It's actually pretty good. Um, they have different types of templates. And the templates, you can do anything from reviews, top 10 lists, anything like that. Um, so 
I actually might be using it for YouTube videos because it will it will streamline a lot of things that I wanted to streamline and I won't have to take as much time with video editing because that's the hardest part with uh, video editing is it does take quite a long uh, time to do it. So if you want to check it out, it's called Showbox. I'll put in the show notes for you. Now, Shazam made news yesterday called Shazam for Brands. It's going to be basically partnering with the brands to... Uh, put anything from what it sounds like to, uh, you know, Kentucky Fried Shazam, uh, to Ant-Man with taking selfie with Ant-Man, explore the world. What they are trying to do and what the point is, is trying to do is that in the beginning, Shazam was just about finding music and being like, what is that song? You Shazam it and that's how you do it. What they seem like they're trying to do is trying to work with brands, become more of a newer version of the QR code. Now, if you're wondering, a QR code came about, I want to say 2000, maybe a little bit earlier, but in early stages of this kind of mobile tech, uh, or earlier stages of mobile tech, and what it was is that a way for you to scan, go to someplace else and find more information. That was what it was supposed to be. You, you could also buy things through it as well. It's kind of morphed into that. Snapchat kind of uses a version of it in the same way as well. Um, however, the problem was that no one really knew how to use it and what and like where it was actually going. That was the other problem is that no one knew where it was going. You were never really told where you're going. You're just like, hey, scan this. But you didn't even know it was going to be a place put into a harmful place or not. And so there was a huge risk involved and a huge unknown. And so it kind of died, made a resurgence a little bit, died again. Uh, and so it really just has not worked out very well because no one knows where you're going. Well, Shazam hopes to change that, make their own, make what they're doing for brands a QR code so they can essentially replace it and become the better version of what the QR code should have been. Um, and so this is what they're, this is what they're doing. Um, they have a bunch of different partners. They have Shazamable BMWs at King's Cross. They did the all new Lexus uh, NX with Will.I.Am. Uh, they did Shazam Your Nike at Air Jordan. They also did with Coke, which was put music lyrics on the Coke labels. Uh, so they've already done a lot of partnerships and they're just branching out even more to become a bigger powerhouse than just sticking with music because they probably already have saturated that so much that they need to figure out another way of doing it. All right, there is another one called Screen Squid that will work on almost any website and kind of show you where people are clicking. And it kind of, it's basically a heat map. You can figure out where they're actually clicking and find ways to utilize that information to make a better website. Now, heat maps, some say are great, some say are not. So it's depending on what you want to do. But hey, it's free. It's There's a WordPress plugin as well that you can use to integrate with it. So, I mean, you really have nothing to lose and it will just help you understand like where a lot of people are clicking and to, you know, figure out why they're clicking there, what you should do better, all that other fun stuff. It may probably make a better design for your webpage. Yay. All right, this, this is more, it could be, it's personal, but it also can be professional. It's called Goal Map. Now I know uh, Google, just updated uh, Google calendars to actually have goals set, but this one's a little bit interesting because it does that as well, but it also can be work goals as well. So I'm all big for making goals, setting them, accomplishing them, big, small, whatever. 
Uh, but I'm all set for doing that. So it's like reading a book, uh, doing a really great campaign, something like that. Uh, it goes for anything from work, arts and crafts, knowledge, and sports and health. Uh, so it's available for iOS and Android. So both of you can try this out. And it's free. Yay. Um, but yeah, it's just a great way of just tracking your success and all other fun stuff. Uh, some of the things is getting a new job, which a lot of people have. The color run. Read regularly. Have a healthy lifestyle. Practice yoga. Visit new places. Raise money for charity. And a slew of other things. Uh, so yeah, it's just not for work. It can be for personal empowerment. And usually making yourself better usually makes you a better worker. So that's why I put this in there. Because I feel like it does really well with marketing. All right, guys, that is the show for today. And tune in tomorrow when I talk about my impressions of the end of Battleborn. Yes, I did play it quite a bit, and it was, for me, quite fun. Uh, my impressions of Doom Beta, because that happened last weekend. Also, any of the gaming news that's going on, which is always quite a bit. At some weeks, not enough with some, but there's always something going on. Also, uh, follow Digital Coffee on Facebook at Digital Coffee, uh, Google Plus at Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast, Twitter at Digital CO77EE. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Also, I am on, my podcast is on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn. I just got on that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Pocket Cast and Stitcher. So you can find me just about anywhere. No excuse for not wanting to subscribe. Anyways, guys, have a great day and see you tomorrow. Later.